Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it is beautiful. If you find you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red tell me more button, and start creating your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I am super excited about today's show as every one of our guests from this week has provided us with bonus material. This is what we call Follow Your Yes Friday. In the 20 years that I've been doing research and working with partners and, and, and relationships and men and women, one of the things that I've found missing in many partnerships is, well, we tend to forget or maybe we just neglect to follow our intuition or what I call our yes, that gut feeling that tells us, here's what your next step is. Instead, what happens is we we tend to be in our partnerships and we're operating solely from our head. We're analyzing everything. We're disregarding just what our gut's telling. Sometimes we do pay attention. We we recognize that yes, that, that instinct, and we start to follow it. But here's the trick. We tend to not really own it. We don't defend it. We don't we don't set our boundaries with conviction. And this results in us abandoning our yes. We ultimately end up proceeding in our partnerships based on somebody else's yes. They put theirs on the table and we just go, oh yeah, that's good. And we go with theirs. What we're going to look at today, I've asked every one of our guests about their yes. Not just when they followed their yes, but also when they haven't. What happened when they didn't follow their yes? They didn't follow that gut feeling that said, oh, this is what you need to do next, and instead went strictly off their intellect and their analyzer and said, nope, nope, that doesn't pencil. I'm going to keep on this path. We've got information from every single guest that you heard this week that's going to help you understand the power of following your yes. Now, here we go. Sachin Raha, a private transformational mentor, advisor, and confidant to the powerful and influential, shared a story of a time when he did not follow his yes and ended up hiring a couple who were far from trustworthy. Well, Sachin, again, thank you so much for the incredible information you shared during your your interview. And I I would love to have you help us with one more thing, and and that is to help us illustrate the, the importance and the value of following your yes, your internal guidance. And where I'd like to start is actually with a time when you did not follow your yes. Maybe in that moment, yeah, you, you didn't really realize you had a yes, but then you look back and you're like, okay, that was crystal clear. My gut was telling me exactly what to do and I still didn't do it. Tell us yeah. about that time. <laughs> this is going back about 20 years where I was a franchisor of a hypnotherapy centers through Canada and I was franchising these centers of hypnosis throughout Canada and I had just started this and I had opened up three and I had sold a couple of centers that three of my own centers and I was thinking let me bring on someone who's an expert in developing franchises so I put out the call I took lots of interviews and there was this one particular man and his wife who seemed very seasoned 
and they had a, a acumen and a resume that was just wow, right? And I was like, if this person uh, comes on board, then I'll be a multimillionaire. They'll be able to grow it. I won't have to do so much work. That was my internal thinking, right? Well, my wife, Suzanne, she felt them in the first interview and almost threw up. She says, I don't know why you like these guys. They're snakes. They're something off, really off. And even though I felt it, I ignored it because their resume and their sweet talk, it got to my ego. They were speaking all the buttons that wanted me to get rich quick and all of that type of stuff, right? And I ignored my gut. Well, anyways, when I brought them onto my team, within a matter of a few weeks, they started embezzling me and they were working conscientiously to remove my rights so that they could have the rights to franchise. And it costed me over half a million dollars in lawyer's fees. And I've been kicking, I kicked myself in the butt for years. I lost so much money, time, energy, the aggravation, the, the emotional internal turmoil to go into courts and all of that, all of that shit. And it's all because I didn't listen to my wife's intuition and I pushed aside my own for the almighty dollar. Yeah, that can be a pretty powerful motivator. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We're looking for the shortcut. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was a hard lesson. I swallowed it. And now my wife comes into all my new meetings of new staff <laughs> and teammates. And she's got a very keen awareness and intuition and bullshit detector. Yep. So she says bullshit. I don't go forward. <laughs> Good idea. Good idea. <laughs> Well, let's flip this around. What What's a time in your life when you had that clear yes, and not only did you recognize it, but you followed it? Tell us that story. Well, in a similar business situation, I had, um, and this is very recent. This is actually quite recent. So in a similar um, situation, I had someone come on onto my team, a new teammate, and I learned from this lesson that I just shared, right? But this time my wife and I had a very strong yes. And when I saw her, I, I sometimes I doubt my yes. I want to make sure, is it just my yes? Mm -hmm. But this time there was a strong yes from my wife, strong yes from my other colleagues. And I decided, yes, I'm bringing this teammate on. And it's just been wonderful. The level of commitment, joy, focus, um, how can I say, uh, uh, dedication and loyalty to the mission and purpose has been stellar by this new teammate. So uh, I'm glad I, I turned around that old lesson and now learning from it and uh, applying it in good ways today. Beautiful. Would you do me a favor? Would you, would you share with our guests or our listeners how, how do you recognize the difference between your yes versus your mind just trying to convince you of something? For me, it's a combination of the comfort of my gut, of my belly, my soul. I'm listening for the comfort of my soul. How that shows up in my body is a feeling of relaxation. There's a feeling of yes in my solar plexus, a feeling of yes in my belly. And then my mind goes yes too. Yes, that's a good idea. So the idea part of my mind, the thinking, rational, logical mind says yes. But also there's a deep body, intuition, belly, gut yes. When those two are both yeses, then I move forward. 
If only one is a yes and the other one is a maybe or no, I wait. That's how it works. And if both are no or one of them are no, if the mind is no and the gut is yes or the gut is no and the mind is yes, I don't move forward. It's only when my gut feelings and the feeling of comfort inside of myself, like a soul level comfort, combined with a logical comfort, when those two are there, then that I know is a winning combination for clear thinking, clear thought, clear action, and clear results. Fantastic. Thank you for sharing that. That's, that's really excellent guidance. Thank you. You're welcome. Gene McConnell, one of America's foremost experts on shame and its impact on one's personal perception, shared a story of a time when he did follow his yes, and it ultimately led him to being healthier and doing more with his grandchildren. Well, Gene, I want to thank you again for the amazing interview you shared with us earlier. And I'd like to ask you to help us with one more thing, and that is to, to help illustrate the importance of following your yes, your internal guidance, that what I call that divine guidance. And where I'd like to start is if you would share a time in your life when you did not follow that yes. Maybe in that moment you didn't really realize you had one, but when you look back, you're like, okay, that was really clear. My gut was telling me exactly what to do, but I didn't do it. Tell us about that time. You know, uh, Ken, I, there's a, in my mind, I was thinking about, in particular, the, I, I was uh, at a conference where I felt really strong that um, I needed to lose. I, you know, I've been, I've got about 60 pounds that um, I need to get rid of, and it's been bothering me for quite a while. And uh, I've been an athlete most of my life. And, and so the, I, this has really gotten in the way I can tell it, I'm not feeling good. And uh, what hit me the hardest in this time, which made a big difference in my thinking was, is that I heard God speak to me about, you know, this about being a, leaving a legacy for my grandchildren and that leaving a legacy meant that I would uh, be able to uh, kind of be with them relationally, you know, do things with them, not just teach them, but do things with them. So walk alongside of them and walk, help them walk through their journey. And a part of that would be to be able to go, you know, play football with them or go motorcycle riding or go fishing or camping. But I, that I wouldn't be a spectator that I would have to sit back and watch because I physically couldn't. And, and although I'm not in that place where I'm physically, I still can do those things, but it's my weight certainly gets in the way. And boy, I heard that loud and clear. And so when I walked away from that retreat, I said, okay, I'm making this change. I'm going to do this. And so I went home and I, with full, full uh, intent to follow that through. And I got back into the busyness of life. And I came back to a crazy schedule. I came back and, uh, you know, I had tons of calls to make. And I tried, I looked at my schedule and I thought, man, there's just no time this week. And so I got right back into the swing of things and for six months, <laughs> I literally kept telling them, I joined the, I actually joined the gym, but I didn't do anything about that either. And uh, so I saw that this total, total thing failed. And a, and a lot of the reasons why it failed was, uh, and this is where it makes, I make the shift is, is that I, I didn't put in together a plan. I didn't put into into schedule. And I think the biggest mistake we make in is we hear uh, hear something that stirs our heart that says, yes, I need to do that. 
and then I think somehow it's going to happen chance. Somehow it's just going to happen normally. And nothing good in life happens without planning and purposefully moving. So making purposeful movement is what makes the change. So because otherwise, if I go with the grain, it's all going to be uh, whatever will be, will be. We'll never really make serious changes. And so, you know, I, not only did I not make any changes, but I actually gained more weight. And so I turned around and I said, okay, that uh, this, I'm going to do something about this. I've got to do something about this. My grandson's coming and he's going to hang out with me for two weeks. And what am I going to do? Well, I got to lose this weight. And so I put together this time around, I put it in the schedule. I said, you know, I'm going to Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, every, every day on seven o'clock in the morning, I'm actually going to the gym and I'm going to work out for an hour and then I'm going on to work from there. And so that's what I do. That's what I've been doing. And I've lost 10 pounds. I'm moving that direction. But it's not in the, the like losing a quick weight thing. It's about making healthier choices and putting it really actually into my schedule. Because if what I'm saying I want to do never really gets into my schedule and never really gets into my calendar and I don't protect it, then it's not going to happen. What tells me that I value something is based on what I actually walk out. Mm. Yeah, you know, it, it, I, I love that example because, like you said, it's, it's, it's about, it's one thing to get the guidance, but it's another to do something with it. Because we've all had countless times in our life where we're like, yeah, I knew I should have done that. But I didn't do anything. It could be as simple as taking your umbrella in the morning when the sky's blue. And it's like... right. I don't know why. I just thought I should take it, but I left it. And then it's pouring and I'm caught in the rain. I mean, it can be that simple, but it, it is. It's about not just hearing it because we all get those kind of guidance, whatever you want to call it. And then we turn around and decide, do we take action or don't we? Mm -hmm. And like you said, it doesn't happen by itself. We have to actually take action. And you said something really important there about the time, right? Because it's like, we all have the same 168 hours in a week. What do we do with them? And people say, oh, I don't have time to, to exercise. Well, that's funny because you have the same amount of time I do and I exercise. Mm -hmm. I guess it's a priority, which is really what it comes down to, right? Do I really want what I say I want? I always say it's like God testing us. Like when somebody says, I, I had uh, a guest on the show, uh, Alexi Panos told me this story. She said she was working in a um, television industry. She had a really great job, but she knew she needed to do something else. And she'd always wanted to do personal development and coaching and so on. And so she decided for herself she was going to not renew her contract and just totally take a flyer and go do this total change in her career. And she goes, sure enough, as soon as I decided that, not only... Did my, my production company come back and say, hey, we have a new contract for you and offer her three times what they were going to pay her, what they had paid her the year before? She started getting other offers for different types of gigs. So all of a sudden, their floodgates opened. And it was like God going, are you really going to do this other path that you know you need to? What if I offer you $500,000? Will you stay? And she had to decide, right? Okay, my guidance is to go do something different. But this looked really good. Do I stay? 
And she chose to take the move. And she goes, it scared me to death. Because I could have easily argued, well, obviously, my guidance is saying, see, you're being rewarded for being in this industry. You should stay, even though it was sucking the life out of her. She had to stay true to her, yes. So mm -hmm. such a great example there, Jean, of taking that action. When we take the action, well, then the yes has value. If we don't, well, it's just some stuff we wish we had done <laughs> or we could have done. You know, there's a lot of, you know, the, the thing is, is that, uh, you know, the, the true commodity of my life is my time. And so when I actually look at what is the most valuable things that I, that not just what I say, but actually what I do, because what I do says what I value the most. In other words, how I live my life out, what gets in my day to day says what I really value. Mm -hmm. And so if I really saying that I value leaving a legacy, it isn't just a great idea. I actually need to put that into my calendar to live it out. Otherwise, it really isn't a value. It's just a good idea. Exactly. Exactly right. Thank you so much for sharing that story. Great example. You bet, Ken. It's been great being on the show and uh, in this program. And thank you for allowing me to, to share. You're welcome. Thank you to all my guests for sharing their stories of the benefits of following their yes. And for you listening, I invite you to take what you just heard about the importance of following your yes and apply it to what you heard this week on the show. Chances are there was something that clicked for you when you were listening to our interviews this week. What I invite you to do is to implement it. It doesn't matter if it's changing a behavior or a belief you've been operating from, Maybe it's looking into one of the resources or books that our guests recommended. Whatever your yes was from the material you heard from our guests this week, take it and act on it. And if you missed any of the interviews this week, simply go to speakingapartnership.com and enter the guest's name in the search bar. It'll take you directly to the recording of their interview. You can view their show notes and find all the links to the resources they mentioned. Follow Your Yes Friday is all about you taking the next two days and applying something that you learned on the show this week. Follow up on something that caught your attention, where you thought, man, this is good. This, this could really make a difference in my life. Whatever that yes was, this is your compass telling you this is your best path. So follow it. From all of us here at Speaking of Partnership, we invite you to take your yes and take action on it today. Peace. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. I release a brand new episode every Monday through Friday, so make sure you don't miss a single show. Go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher and iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else, either in person or on the web. Have a great day, and remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.